Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Yes, indeed. Only a woman's heart. Super one to kick it off with there. There you go. Eleanor McAvoy and Mary Black. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack. And yes, there's two voices in studio. Well, hey! We're back together again. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. You indeed. were beyond this week anyway? Yeah, beyond there. And the weather was good again. Yeah. So it was fantastic. And you got around the golf up in Strandhill. I did indeed, yeah. Good man. 
Is that emotional for you now when you go back? And it is, yeah. There'll be an odd tear in the corner of my eye <laughs> just from the bad shots I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, great time back there. The sun was shining. The sun was shining, yeah. Wow, brilliant. And, uh, I sent you a photograph there from that same spot we took a photograph three years ago hard yeah, to believe yeah and then, anyway, brought back some memories because that was the last time i had played Shrine Hill, believe it or not oh, was three it? years ago oh, yeah. wow crazy anyway good stuff we're uh, live in studio the open is on speaking of golf it is and it's getting crazy at the top of that leaderboard we were uh, chatting about it on the way over yeah and of course we do have one at least irish in contention we'll there a contender Rory, yeah who has take, uh, teed off now at this stage he's uh, four under teeing off but there's a bunch of lads in there before to give you an update. Paul Dunn had a disappointing two over round today, so he's plus four. So he's uh, he's well back, and he is the only other Irishman in the field. Harrington went out at eight over, and Lowry went out at five over. Yeah. And news this morning that he has parted ways with uh, is it Dermot Byrne? I believe is his Dermot Byrne is his caddy, and they've decided to part ways. I don't know how long they've been together, but. Um I don't know about this um, change for the sake of change. Right? It seems mm-hmm. like it's, I don't know how much, how, how do you hold a caddy accountable for, for missing the five foot yeah. putts, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, I don't indeed, know. Uh, yeah. Maybe just a change, right? Anyway. Maybe that's all it is. Uh, the reports anyway on the radio saying it might just be a, a short term thing, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see. It could and, be, uh, yeah. Darren Clark was the worst of them all yesterday, 23 over. He ah, sure, I missed the cut by doing? a long shot. So I don't know what Darren's up Skull to these and days. Maybe. maybe that's what it is. Anyway, yeah. we'll keep an eye on that and uh, update yeah. you on it. Tiger's right up there at the top. Tiger's of the right up there. There's five under today, and um, there's a three way tie at the top now. And uh, so it's uh, it's all looking it's looking good. Um, you've got um, Kevin Kisner and you've got Kevin Chappelle and Jordan Speed up at the top. Anyway, should be good. Poised for a great. Literally, it is moving day today, so it's brilliant. Very and, good. Um, some big GAA stuff going on t- uh, today and tomorrow. Can um, the second round of the Super Eights? Yes. Ross Common are taking on Donegal. That's actually on down at the Galway Arms at noon today. And uh, Tyrone taking on Dublin. That's going to be uh, uh, quite a tilt there. That's at 2 o'clock today. And last weekend, it was Dublin defeating Donegal 215 to, one six, to, 215 to 16 points. And then uh, Tyrone uh, annihilated uh, the Rossies 424 to 212. So in... Um, in, and then the other group, then it was uh, Galway defeated Kerry, something like the first time in like 53 years 53 or something like years, that happened. Yeah. And Monaghan uh, dispatched of Kildare 15 points and it was Kildare 110. So that second group could all be decided because if yes. Galway beat Kildare and, um, Ke- and Monaghan, Monaghan beat Kerry, um, that's it. The, to- right. the top two teams would be Monaghan and Galway and that's and, it. And similar, I suppose, well, the other... The one with uh, Ross Common and Donegal, that's big because the loser of that is pretty much done, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. So. Yeah, so well, it's good. It's all, uh, but there was some, uh, there was a pulsating hurling game last week, Ken Limerick and uh, Kilkenny. I don't know if you got to see any of this game, but I did. And it was uh, Limerick 27 points, Kilkenny 122. Kilkenny took the lead with about seven minutes to go. They got a goal and then Limerick just walked home. It was just an incredible recovery from Limerick. Amazing, yeah. And now that's that means that on July 28th, uh, the All-Ireland semi-final, Galway take on Clare and Cork take on Limerick. So uh, I'm sure Jeremy Milan will be pretty pumped about that now. Jeremy Milan, Joe Mulcahy, he'll be, oh, he'll be warming be up. He'll be oh, looking. Yeah. He'll be, his fingers will be right on the pulse of <laughs> a Nierlingus flight <laughs> home will. to Ireland, if, will, that's the, uh, if that's the case. Yeah. Very good. 
a couple of results from the uh, Premier Division in Ireland there uh, that were on last night. St. Pat's beat Limerick 2-1 and Bowes annihilated poor old Bray who got paid this week but it yeah. did, wasn't enough. The Bowes beat them <laughs> 6-0 last night so I'd say they're in uh, they're in some trouble. Today, Waterford take on Shamrock Rovers and Sligo have a tough match at home to Dundalk and on Monday, Cork and Derry go at it. Oh, very good. So speaking of those two sports, though, a bit of controversy out there. Yeah. Soccer and Gaelic are colliding over this Liam Miller charity match. And uh, it was yeah. uh, it's a bit unfortunate, I think, you know, to mm-hmm. see that this is uh, this, yeah. this is happening. I think for the cause that's in it, um, you know, the, to let that rule get in the way. A rule is a rule, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, in my opinion, it's... it's uh, you know, con- it's controversial, but I don't like it. I don't think it should be there anymore. I think yeah. we have to move on. It's time to. to move on, yeah. We should have asked your man when he was in here. That would be one of the ones that he wouldn't like to answer, though. Be a tricky old question for him, but there uh, is yeah. that separation between uh, what's happening at grassroots level and the uh, the ivory tower, I think. Absolutely. For folks who don't know, Liam Miller, who passed away from pancreatic cancer, uh, former Celtic and Man United player, died at 36 and uh, they're having a charity function where there's a whole slew of uh, United and Celtic and mm. Republic of Ireland players playing. And they were hoping to have it at Porky Cueve, a 25,000-seater. And uh, the tickets went on sale this week. It's moved to Turner's Cross because they couldn't get past this rule. And that's only 7,000-seater. Tickets sold out in minutes. Anyway, there's a bunch of meetings going on behind the close room doors and seeing if they can come to some solution. There's a lot of former GEA players coming out and uh, stating that, you know, they need to get this right and make the right yeah. decision too. So anyway, we'll see what uh, what happens. Right. Okay. Right. I'll let you wet the tunes this week. We will. Now, what kind of stuff did you... Oh, a lot of... Is there a uh, theme? A little bit, somewhat, a uh, lot of female singers, ah, Irish it. female singers. We love anyway, females, to kick it off. Yeah. And we do. We love that. Anyway... Here's a, a lovely uh, lady, uh, M, um, Imelda May. And, Beautiful. Uh, her new sound, of course, uh, this time round, moved away from the rockabilly stuff. So have a listen to this. Sixth Sense. Getting one kiss closer to kill My resistance to your kind of thrill And be your lady Commit this crime, can't ignore You got my love staying hard on the floor So I surrender Can't take it no more I got a sixth sense, baby, about you and me I pretend not to wanna, but it's haunting me A 
swear I saw you once in a dream. Jumped out a window, we kissed in the sea. Yeah, we were good in my fantasy. I got a sixth sense, baby, about you and me. I pretend not to wanna, but it's haunting me night and day. Yeah, I got a sixth sense, baby, about you and me. I'm damned if I show it, but I can't shake this feeling away. Just can't shake it away. family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, very good. Well, we are off to Ottawa to get the news from Desmond Boy. He's back from the holidays. Good man, Desmond. You're very welcome back. Thank you so much, lads. Great to be back with you guys on air again and to have the whole gang reunited on air. Good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland this week. Our top story this morning. Well, July is supposed to be the start of the silly season in the news business, but Ireland's politicians don't appear to have headed out on holiday just yet. 
as Ireland may have dodged the bullet on a fall election, at least until the next budget has been tabled, another election is starting to rev up. Taoiseach Leo Varadkar may have taken some office work along with him on a working visit to the West. Following a cabinet meeting he hosted at Bear Nan House, the historic home of Daniel O'Connell in Kerry, and on a day that saw him climb Ireland's highest peak, Karen Susan, Varadkar met with Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin at the Great Southern Hotel in Killarney County, Kerry, on Thursday night for more than an hour. While they discussed Brexit, the October budget, and referendums, the main subject was the confidence and supply arrangement that is keeping Senegal in office. In a joint statement put out by both parties, the men agreed to meet again in early September. Fianna Fáil agreed in 2016 to support three Senegal budgets, the final one due up this fall. Senegal wants to start negotiating a new agreement sooner rather than later, while Fianna Fáil wants to see the details of the third budget first. Meanwhile, last Saturday, Sinn Féin formally agreed to field a candidate for the presidential election against incumbent Michael B. Higgins, who is seeking a second term. The Herald reports that Belfast lawyer John Finucane, the son of murdered solicitor Pat Finucane, is reportedly a leading candidate to carry the party banner this fall. A former county Antrim goalkeeper, age 38, he ran for the party in North Belfast in last year's Westminster elections. Also looking to join the race is Independent Senator Joan Freeman, the founder of Pieta House. The Irish Independent reports that she has sent a letter to nine local authorities asking them to convene special meetings so she can make her pitch for a presidential nomination. Oh, and speaking of politicians going on vacation, Ian Paisley Jr. is probably regretting two vacations he took with his family to Sri Lanka. Not that the Indian Ocean Island isn't lovely, but it turns out that the Sri Lankan government footed the bill for both trips, and then Paisley, the MP for North Antrim, did not declare the trips when he returned home in 2013. He gave what he called, quote, the profoundest of apologies to the House of Commons in London this week, but it may not have been enough for his party leader, Arlene Foster, back in Belfast. Though the Democratic Unionist leader got an apology from Paisley, in an interview with BBC News Northern Ireland, she sidestepped whether Paisley continued to have her support, saying it was now up to party officers to decide if any action should be taken over his actions. A standards committee report which found he had, quote, brought the House into disrepute recommended that Paisley be suspended from the House for 30 days starting in September, the most harshest penalties levied by the House since the 1940s. The report also found that Paisley lobbied then-Prime Minister David Cameron on Sri Lankan issues without telling Cameron about his sponsored trips. Both Sinn Féin and the traditional unionist voice, who seldom agree on anything, have called on Paisley to resign, and the Social Democratic and Labour Party have said that it will be seeking a recall petition to dismiss Paisley and force a by-election. Well, this week in our local news matters section, we head out to the out west to the province of Connacht. In County Mayo, one of the top stories in the Mayo News tells of a Ballantubber farmer who lost five of his heifers over six days due to lead poisoning. The culprit turned out to be highly toxic lead paint that someone had dumped in the commonage field that the cows had likely licked. In County Galway, the Tomb Heron reports that the old handball alley at St. Giles College, along the beacon of underage drinking, will now likely become home to construction studies for, stu- for students, putting the space to better use. Staying in Tomb now, Leo Hines, 46, a father of three, will be racing in his third triathlon in Belfast this weekend. The blind runner hopes to get a good placing there, and he hopes we'll get him closer to making the Irish Paralympic team for the 2020 Paralympics in Tokyo, Japan. In other sporting news, County Leitrim will now be on the search for a new manager for their their county senior Gaelic football team. In an exclusive story, the Leitrim Observer reports reports that Brendan Guckian would not be putting his name forward for another term. 
His two-year term had come to an end after Leitrim were defeated by Monaghan in the All-Ireland qualifiers. But the Carrick on Shannon resident has already begun putting together, had already begun putting together his backroom team for the 2019 season, having already sourced a new trainer. Before the county board told him that he would have to reapply for his job in an open public competition, something he was not willing to do. And finally, we've left the best for last. Yes, no doubt you're all waiting to hear the results of the biggest sporting event of the year this past Sunday. No, we're not talking about the World Cup. It pales in comparison to the Ballantrillic Donkey Derby. The Sligo champion reports that this year's event saw 27 donkey riders saddle up, and there were more female riders than ever before. Organizer Mary Rooney told the champion that the Sligo Derby is not as competitive as other derbies, and that more farming than racing donkeys are used. Congratulations to James McGowan, who came in first, and Seamus Clancy, who won the on-site traditional sheep-shearing competition. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.aerlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the full team there at Kiolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slam Go Foil.
Lovely. Lovely. That is Amora O'Connell. Of course, you'd recognise that voice. And Summerfly. So there you go. I saw her in concert once, Ken. Did you really? In Tullamore in County Offaly, yeah. Oh, very good. She I never did get to see her in concert. She was very good now. Very, very good. Yeah, great artist. Some, yeah. some great ladies here lined up to be singing, of course. So anyway, Absolutely, yeah. It's all good. Just wanted to get a word out, folks, though. We had another passing in the uh, community. And uh, Joe Murphy uh, passed away uh, last Friday week. And uh, no, sorry, last Friday of a heart attack. And uh, there will be a viewing Sunday at Humphreys. And that is at uh, 1403 Bayview Avenue. And it's Sunday 2 to 4 and 6 till 8. And then the wake will be held on Tuesday at uh, half 5 to half 8 at the Toronto Lawn Tennis Club. And that's at 44 Price Street. There will be no funeral mass. Those details are up on our website too, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. So our condolences go out to the Murphy family. And I don't know if Lodi would have known, but uh, Joe Murphy's dad started Tato Crisps. Isn't that incredible? Around, so uh, you were just we were just go. talking about that offline, yeah. and of course, um, yeah. And he had uh, his own Murphy's Chips brand here for a while. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, certainly a man about town, and yeah, that's uh, an interesting. Last time I saw him, Ken was at uh, Eamon's, um golf tournament last year. Last that's year, the last really, time I saw yeah. him, and. Uh, yeah, he looked fit and well. Looked like he was oh, looking yeah. after himself. So um, that's Joe a bit certainly of a shock. did. Yeah. So yeah. it sounds like it certainly was a, a sudden uh, a sudden event. So yeah, thoughts and prayers go out. He was um, yeah, good big, man big, behind big the, community, man the community. One of the founders of the Ireland Fund of Canada here as well in Toronto. So yeah, yeah. Joe was always organised uh, around the community here, involved in different groups and that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, would be sadly missed. But as you say, yeah, he was fit. Played tennis. Walked when he played golf. So yeah. Just one of them things, folks. Just one of them things. That's it. Kenny, live it. That's live it. it. Every right. day. Yeah, one yeah. go at this thing. That's all you have. You never know right. what's going to happen. A little uh, update, too. I don't know if uh, folks are following the Rugby Sevens, which are taking place out there in San Francisco. The men's had made it into the last 16 out there with a win over Chile. A kind of a narrow win, actually, that to come from behind. And uh, they won 17-12, but last night they were beaten heavily by South Africa. So they go out at the uh, the 16 stage there. They were beaten 45-7. They'll now face Kenya in a quarterfinal Challenge Cup and that tournament. And the Irish women's sevens beat England 19-14 to advance to the quarters against New Zealand. But unfortunately, again, last night, lost heavily, 45-0. Wow. So okay. there you go. That uh, that put them off there now. So And I, and you know, gay, uh, GEA uh, news there, I see Paul Rouse has uh, stepped down as the Offaly manager. He was only in there for a couple of months. I didn't see that. Yeah. Wow. So he's done. He wants to, uh, just talking about family and, you know, everything else yeah. and commitments it's and that. commitment, yeah. He's no going doubt to go back it. to lecturing. So uh, Offaly are on the hunt for a new banished wow. door. To talk to Charlie about that and see Indeed. maybe if he'd... Uh, Take a run at it. Exactly. And uh, on the local scene here, still staying with uh, GAA last yes. week, um, it was in the men's senior championship. St. Mike's defeated St. Pat's and Durham defeated St. Vincent's. 
And um, in the ladies' championship, it was St. Pat's defeating Roger Casements and Durham defeated St. Mike's. So um, very interesting because Mike's had just beaten the Durham ladies in the league final the previous week. And so what the situation now is that Mike's have two wins from two games because they're in this round robin thing now. So they're on top. The Toronto Gales have only played one game and um, they are at two points. Durham are at two points. And then St. Pat's and St. Vincent's have played twice and lost twice. So not looking good for those clubs. But there's big games on there out today, kicking off at one o'clock in the ladies' championship. St. Mike's taking on St. Pat's. St. Pat's will be in tough in that one. And uh, in the men's senior championship at 2.30 today, it's St. Pat's against St. Vincent's. And then the last game of the day is at four o'clock. And that should be a good clash between the Toronto Gales and Durham. So um, that's all going on out at the park today. So to get out there for your bit of uh, your GAA fix, if you will, watch it in the Galway or go down and watch it live at Centennial Park. Perfect. Yes. And as you mentioned earlier, the uh, the football is on down at the Galway at noon, Roscommon and Donegal. And then two o'clock, it is Tyrone and Dublin. And then tomorrow, they've got Kildare and Galway at 11. And they've got Monaghan and Kerry. Uh, is I suppose right on after that and then of course they're having live music down there tonight with Matt Morgan alright oh. we'll go on with another lovely lady a voice of Ireland it's Mary Black with a song called Vanities Change sides. 
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, and down at the Galway Arms, we mentioned it earlier, we'll mention it again. At noon, D- Roscommon taking on Donegal in the quarterfinal of the in, in the Super 8s, uh, basically. And then at 2 o'clock today, we got Tyrone taking on Dublin, two teams that won last weekend. And then tomorrow morning, the games are a little bit earlier, 9 o'clock in the morning, Kildare taking on Galway. And at 11 a.m., it's the uh, other game, which is uh, going to be a cracker up in uh, Monaghan. Monaghan taking on Kerry. Also tonight, uh, some live music. Matt Morgan is going to be playing some music down there tonight. So uh, get down there and listen to Matt. He's very entertaining. Now, there you go. Well done. That's All good. All up to speed. And uh, Tiger Woods is now at the top of the leaderboard with a few other people. Um, a familiar name on top of the British Open leaderboard. Tiger Woods. What a great recovery. He's six under for the day. He's through 15 holes. So um, anyway, it's great to see him up there. It is Not indeed. Not many people kind of maybe want to see him up there, but I like it. I think ah, he's good for the good. game. He is indeed, of Going to make for an exciting day tomorrow if he stays up there. So it should be good. Uh, he played with um, young Knox there who won the Irish Open, Scottish lad, who yeah. won the Irish Open uh, there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, he just said he was in awe of yeah. walking around playing with <laughs> Tiger Woods. So, you know, he's he's still very well respected amongst the golfers. And it is good. It'll be great viewing if he can stay up there. All the uh, the eyeballs, if you will, will be on the old telly. They sure will. And watching they sure the Open, will. they must be... Uh, must be thrilled because the crowds will be out there. Yeah. I just uh, thought I'd mention too, I saw a report, uh, a news article there, that Tony Cascarino, he's now 55, imagine. Well, Lord. Wow. And uh, he just went, uh, was recovering now, and apparently recovering well from uh, a brain surgery in there. He had a tumour the size of a golf ball, apparently. And uh, he's on the men, so uh, good luck to old Tony there. Yeah. 88 caps for Ireland between 85 and 1999. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of controversy around him, wasn't there? Ah, it's the best story ever, though. The granny. Best story ever. Yeah. Uh, not an ounce of Irish in him. Right. Nothing at all. Gas, isn't and, it? And, uh, yeah, somehow uh, got to got to tug out for the for the <laughs> Irish team, the famous the famous Jackie's Army. The Jackie's but, um, Army is right. Yeah, so uh, we wish him the very best. He was, uh, as we, we've, we've adopted at this stage. Oh, of course. My we've God, adopted, he's definitely yeah. one of ours. And a bit of uh, news from uh, the soccer scene with our teams involved in Europa. Only one will go through, and that is Dundalk. They'll move on uh, this uh, in the, into the draw now with the next uh, round of Europa qualifiers. They ended up with a 2-1 win. And there was a spectacular goal. Michael Duffy scored a cracker on the volley. I don't know if you got it. I, I heard about it. it. I didn't get to watch it at all. If you haven't seen it, folks, it's worth the Google. Brilliant, brilliant goal <laughs> by uh, young Michael Duffy there to give them the win. And um, although Derry won last week, 2-1, 
uh, in Minsk. They will go out, uh, losing 3-2 on aggregate. And Shamrock Rovers tied 1-1 with AIK, but they also go out, losing on aggregate, aggregate uh, 2-1. Yeah, and it was, wasn't it Dundalk that got into the group stages uh, last year? Yeah, I think um, it was. That's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we've never fared well in that now, in no, fairness. I have no to say, indeed. Dundalk no. gave it the best run I think we ever did, that, that uh, any team has ever has ever uh, done. So, um, good stuff. Are we more music now? Oh, we have indeed, yeah. We've got ladies so far. We've right? had ladies now, and we'll move into a wee bit of trad music now. Keep our traditional folks listening in here and uh, prepare them for their next outing, of course. Yeah. Like the rose it was Willie who 
That's Dienta and Willie and Mary. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Nice wee sound there out of them. All right. An update on the Open. Kevin Kisner yes. now has a one-shot lead um, over Speed, Fleetwood and Zach Johnson. And Tiger dropped a shot on 16, so he's back to five under. So, uh, And Rory's gone backwards a bit. He oh, no. He the fourth, and uh, he's now four shots off the lead, back at three under. But he's early in his round. Time to... Re- Time to recover. Lots of time to recover. Unless he starts to get too aggressive. Kenny can't mm-hmm. get too aggressive over there. He can get all kinds of trouble. And um, he's been known to do that. So let's hope he uh, gets the ship turned around. All right. Let's m- have him make a run at this Hi. stuff. There are scores out there. He's putting fierce well. Have you seen this, the toughest rivalry? I have not. All right. Well, you should love this, actually, because your old pal there, Harry Redknapp. Oh, yeah. He is going to coach Castlehaven. In Cork. And yeah, in Cork is right. And Gianluca Viala, Viali. Yeah. He's coaching Aaron's Isle. <laughs> and uh, you want to see the commercials there. Have a look for it, folks. I'm sure you can you can get it on, on the web there. But um, this is a thing that AIB do. <laughs> I think it's the second season of this, but it's called The Toughest Rivalry. And they're going to have this match again between Castlehaven and Aaron's Isle of uh, Finglas, of course. And uh, I think it was back in 98 where there was a controversial goal that was scored in like the last minute by Aaron's Isle to break the hearts of Castlehaven. They had the lead with about two minutes to go and the goal hits the post and goes across and hits the other post (laughs) and the green flag went up and uh, (laughs) the match was pretty much blown up at that stage. So they went on to the uh, club final. (laughs) And uh, so they're going to have a rematch of that. But uh, even the, the 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 ads for this now is very good on on the web. And what did you say it was called? It's called uh, the toughest rivalry. The toughest rivalry. Yeah. Okay. A-I-B, very good. Toughest rivalry. <laughs> Have a look. Uh, I'm sure if you Google Harry Redknapp and GAA, it'll come up anyway. And uh, Gianluca as well. So it's, it's very, very good. Very good. Uh, have to watch out have for that. They uh, have older players, of course, who are helping them alongside them. And uh, they're out there and they're watching the kids, you know, uh, playing hurling and, and Gaelic football. And uh, Harry is uh, talking to them all about, uh, you know, the work ethic of Harry Kane, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, it's very good. Very good. <laughs> very good. All right. I uh, don't know yeah. if you've ever caught it, and some of our listeners, and you'll have to look at this on YouTube. I was looking at it last night, um, but there's this fella who does this thing called Connor's Sketches. All right, and okay. he does incredible impressions of like Joe Brawley. Oh, and, I've uh, seen yeah. him. Yes, uh, very, very yes. funny. Yes. But he um, he's apparently, and I don't know all the details, but he's apparently been picked up by one of the big US channels oh. um, to go over and do some some work um, on some golf and some hockey and some oh, football. Yeah. So I don't know all the details. But yeah, he just signed some kind of a contract. But he recently did a sketch with uh, all an impression of all the the PGA players, and uh, it's very very funny. He does really? yeah, Bubba Mickelson, Tiger, um, Sergio. So it's very funny. Look oh, it up that there. Is, Connor's uh, sketches. 
Uh, Very that's funny. brilliant. I think it was Con O'Connell who had sent uh, a clip oh, around of him be, yeah. when it was live in RTE when he had Joe Brody. They were all there yeah. in studio and he's just taking them off yeah. and they're yeah. just howling. It was, <laughs> right. It's very, very good. Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely should uh, <laughs> should take a look at that, folks. Very good, yeah. All right, we'll move on with a wee bit of music here and we'll come back with the calendar. Here's Matt Malloy, Artie McGlynn and John Carty. Thank you. 
now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And uh, a note from Kevin Kelly. He's delighted to inform us that Millie Dara is celebrating a very special birthday on July the 28th. She will be 100 years of age. Congratulations, Millie. Millie's people came to Canada in the latter half of the 19th century, and over the years, Millie has supported everything Irish. Her daughter, Rita, has worked tirelessly on many Irish functions and events, and uh, there will be an intimate family gathering on the big day. So congratulations, Millie, 100 years of age. I don't think we'll see it, Mark. I mm, just have Speak for yourself. Guess. All right, fair enough. And again, just to let you know about the... Um, the details around Joseph Murphy. There will be a viewing on Sunday at Humphreys, and that's up there on Bayview Avenue, 1403 Bayview Avenue. Sunday between 2 and 4 and 6 and 8 p.m. And there'll be a wake held on Tuesday between half 5 and half 8 at the Toronto Lawn Tennis Club at 44 Price Street. There will be no funeral mass. And down at the Galway, today, we uh, right after the show, you can catch the quarterfinal between Roscommon and Donegal and, of course, Tyrone and Dublin right after that at 2 o'clock. And then tomorrow, you've got Kildare and Galway at 11 and... Uh, and you have Monaghan and Curry as well. And tonight down there, you'll have Matt Morgan with the entertainment. The summer camps are going on. And the next one is taking place next week at St. Edward the Confessor Church. And that's in the Young and Finch area. Maureen might be able to slide you in there. He'll be last minute, but you never know. And then July 30th to the 3rd at Montgomery's Inn. August 13th to the 17th at the Legion Todmore Branch on Pape Avenue. August 20th to the 24th at the Museum of Steam and Technology down in Hamilton. And back at Montgomery's Inn from August 27th to the 31st in Toronto. The 6th Annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering has taken place on Saturday, September the 15th at Caledon Woods Golf Club. And that's up there on Highway 50. It's a 1pm shotgun start, four-person best ball, men's, women's and mixed. It's $150 each. It includes your golf, your cart and your dinner. If you'd like to sign up, please email Cormac O'Murray and that is at Cormac o at rogers.com and we're of course looking forward to seeing everybody out to remember the amazing man Eamon O'Loughlin and then save the date for Sinn Féin President Mary Lou Macdonald TD she'll be the guest speaker at the annual dinner the Friends of Sinn Féin annual dinner that's taking place on Saturday November the 10th in Toronto you can get all the dates, of course, for all of these events on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And, of course, if you miss a show, you can uh, catch the podcast from there, or you can also get it on iTunes. I should let you know, too, a band we've featured on the show many times, We Banjo 3. They've got a new album coming out. It's called Haven, and they are actually touring Toronto this time. They'll be down at Hughes Room on August the 23rd, and we are hoping to have some of the members of the band on the show in the, maybe in the coming weeks here to chat about it as well. Brilliant. Yeah, All right. I, I know you're involved as well with the uh, Eamon tournament this year. So Indeed. It um, should, uh, should be a good event, as it always is. Absolutely, yeah. We're, uh, we're hoping to make it uh, a nice day out, as usual. Good stuff.
All right, I played a track from this album uh, a few weeks ago, Sean Keane's new album called Gratitude, and this track is called Somewhere, and I just saw on my drive down to Sligo that he's playing tonight in Carrick and Shannon. Hey. I created my own heart I created my own pain I could have walked away I've no one else to blame It was trouble from the start When you first looked at me I should have turned away When I knew you weren't free We flirted and we teased We lured each other in I tried to shut you out, but your will would always win. From the very start, I knew the sword would end. A severely broken heart, with little hope to mend. And where are you now? Somewhere.
Oh, yeah, what a beautiful voice. Sean Keane and the RTE Orchestra there. Good job in the tunes there, Kenny. Oh, thanks, 11. Mark. 11.58. All right, well, here we go. Well, that's it for another show, folks. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, have a, a very enjoyable rest of the weekend. Here's Ryan's, Ryan's fancy to finish out the weekend. Slán Slán Attention, pay my countrymen and hear my native muse. Although my song is sorrowful, I hope you'll be excused. I left my native country, a foreign land to see. I've been. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11.